Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. Ken Rashan here live in the D.C. area. Nice weather uh, because it's President's Day. Happy President's Day to everyone. Um, I got to say happy President's Day to 24 people are in the in the Centennial Lake in Maryland. I walked the lake this morning, just got back, and I feel refreshed. I feel like I smell spring coming in the into the D.C. area, Maryland area, so very excited about that. So we have three wonderful guests that were brought to us by Sharon Doyle and the amazing event coming up, the International Women's Conference in Hollywood, California, and that's on March 8th. So any of you that are meeting these amazing ladies every week uh, virtually can meet them in person in the at the event in Hollywood. So, ladies, how are you all doing? Wonderful Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, Jordana is going to be first, and we'll have Lori, and then we'll have Rohini. And uh, I guess we'll start with uh, uh, where you guys are from. So, Jordana, where where are you from, and maybe where you were born? Um, I live in Los Angeles right now. I was born in a very small village in former Yugoslavia, Bosnia right now. Awesome. Well, I've at least been to Bosnia. So um, beautiful country, wonderful people. And Lori? I was born in Anaheim, California, and I'm currently living in Oceanside, California. And Rohini? I was born in Delhi, India, and I live in LA, California. Okay. I, I lived in New Delhi from age uh, five, uh, one whole year. While my dad was in Vietnam, I got to be the only white kid in my kindergarten school. <laughs> that, that got got a, a complete culture shock of what it is to be in a different country, that's for sure. So uh, we will talk about, uh, I guess, how we created who each of you are. So uh, Jordana, if you would uh, share what your childhood was like and, and what defining moment caused you to be the amazing person you are now. Oh, thank you. Well, my childhood was a little bit tough, you know, like I um, grew up uh, in a very, very small village. My parents are survivor children after the Second World War, so I don't have any grandparents and stuff. And uh, so growing up in a village, the only goal was in their mind a survival. So for them, I would be accomplished to stay in a village and take care of growing potatoes and corn, you know. And uh, I really, really wanted to see the world. Something was always pulling me to, to see the world. So we... We grew up in a communist country at that time. We didn't really have many resources and stuff like that. So, and um, so I had a radio that uh, in Europe you can pick up uh, any foreign station. And I remember going to 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 sleep at night and just listening to some foreign language that I didn't understand anything. <laughs> but in my mind, I was already traveling the world and seeing something. So. My my childhood was always dreaming of going somewhere. <laughs> wow. Um, you just said so much. Uh, first of all, I was trying to share with my son that he, he has so many 
uh, gadgets. He has so much technology. I mean, there's not a chance he could ever be bored. You you mentioned that you had one thing, a radio, and that radio yeah. uh, lit up your life. It gave you a connection to the world. And my son all too often um, says, I'm bored. And I said, gosh, how could you be bored with all the things? I, I, was, I was wishing to be bored. Honestly, it was for me, it was a radio and books. Books yeah. uh, has opened the, the world to me, you know, but because growing up in a village, you come back from school and it's like if my mom saw me reading a book, I would get like switch up my butt, you know, so why was, why was, it was that? Always, because, you know, you don't you don't waste your time. You have to go take care of the cows or, you know, like go pick up the wood. We didn't have like a, a electric stove or something like that. Everything was mm-hmm. fired by the wood, you know. So I would be at night waiting until everybody goes to sleep and I was I would hide my books underneath like my bed and then read at night. And sometime I would be like reading all night and then go to school next day. That's amazing. Yeah. It well, was a completely different role that I know, like I have children myself and uh, and sometimes they say like, look, mom, I mean, we are sorry you didn't have all this, but that's the world you lived in. But, you know, it, it made me appreciate so much more in life and, and make and made me so strong. I mean, I ran away from home when I was 17 years old and ended up in Germany and I graduated there. I have a master in linguistics and you know like I traveled to over 70 countries I love different cultures and and it's that hunger you know in you that I don't know where it comes from it's almost like you must be born with that I don't know that's a good question uh I I I don't know that answer because my brother and sister uh would say they were bored at times and I was never bored one day in my life not even I just have always been excited when people are late for me. I'm always excited because I get to do something with that time. I, I just was given. So, yeah. That, um, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely the same. I mean, so much is given to us, especially like living here. I'm I'm so blessed. I, honestly, every morning I wake up and I, I live in a beautiful home in the nature I, I grow my own garden, you know, like I cook. I'm excited about even like, oh, what am I going to make today? Right. Or like, it, and I'm a fashion designer, so obviously I'm always being creative. And then I'm like, oh, I'm bored of this wall. Let me change it, you know, like paint it into something different. I don't have moments to be bored. Right. How old are you, how old are your kids? Well, my son is 33 and my daughter is 30. You want to say their names? You want to say hello to them? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Julian Gelhausen and Natasha Gelhausen. Natasha is like uh, very artistic. She's uh, she does animation and motion graphics, and uh, Julian is all hands on, and uh, they're they're great kids, beautiful kids. Well, you're welcome to put uh, her artistic ability in the links when we post the show. All right. Oh, okay, that would be great. Thank you. Awesome. So, Lori, same question. What was your childhood like? What was the defining moment that caused you to be who you are today? Well, my life's quite a bit different than we just heard. Um, I was born and raised in Anaheim, so I worked at Disneyland. I I was just today. Well, you're basic all American girl, and that's far as that goes. Um, the most thing I'm going to say who influenced me were my parents in volunteering. We volunteered my entire childhood, um, whether it be just to help neighbors out, to the church, to, well, veterans was always a big part of my life, which is why I do what I do right now. 
because my family was four generations in country, meaning that they served in other countries, um, brothers, sisters, I mean, cousins, parents, everyone was part of that. Um, the most for me because of the age was a Vietnam war, of course. And when my brother went, um, I became a true advocate for veterans. And I'm just going to say that's the real reason why I do what I do is just it's what I learned and what I know. And, and what do you do? I'm the executive director for the Veterans Association of North County. We refer to it as Vance. And I'm an advocate for active duty military and veterans. Beautiful. Well, my dad went to Vietnam and I did my little service uh, stint in the army myself. So thank you for oh, bless you. Supporting, supporting the veterans. And uh, Jordana, what, what do you do, please? I'm a fashion designer. That's what I thought you said. I just want to make sure the audience heard that <laughs> yeah. uh, loud and clear because it's not yeah, just yeah. a hobby. It's your, it's your vocation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I have been, I have owned boutiques for a long time and I am dressing. I, I do like a lot of celebrity dressing, red carpet and stuff like that. I make women look really, really beautiful. I mean, I just enhance the beauty, let's say it this way. Well, I, I'm a little saddened that I, I picked my choice of clothes today. I went with my, my <laughs> today, but but I, I, I am sponsored by Men Fashion, and Men Fashion is uh, Michael Duguay, and he is from Paris, France, and uh, he sends me uh, three or $4,000 in shirts every year to to wear during the show. So today was because it's President's Day, I decided to be a little more leisure. So <laughs> that's nice. That's a nice hookup. <laughs> yeah. So, Lori, do you have kids? I do. Um, we have a, a daughter that lives in, well, I have two kids live in Sacramento, a daughter, Talia, and a son, Sean, who also is in Sacramento. And then I'm here visiting our other daughter, Rachel, who lives in Cincinnati. So it sounds like uh, my son's 12 books that he's written are not going to be as necessary for the ages that you are, I guess, sharing their adults. They're all adult children. Yes. All right. And Rohini, uh, to you, same questions. Uh, what was your childhood like? What was a defining moment? And since I lived in your country, I'll say that uh, I'm, in, I'm very interested to hear how that affected you. Well, I think I was very lucky. I grew up in a very privileged background. My father retired as a general. Um, living in Delhi, in the in the capital, um, a lot of people think India is you know just about uneducated uneducated people and poverty, but that's not true. There is a lot of uh, you know a lot of India which is very well educated and do live a really good life. So in fact, when I moved here in my forties, I moved here. I used to travel here for my. I'm a fashion designer. I used to travel to the U.S. for my uh, for my shows every year. And at the age of 40, we fell in love with California and decided to stay here. And for me, it was a culture shock because the Indians here had moved so many years back and they were still living in that, that you know, that time, whereas India had advanced so much. So it was actually a culture shock for me the other way. You know, like you said, for you, it was difficult, different. Um, but I love it. I think it's the most beautiful place in the world. And it um, gives me a chance to do what I do best in a place where it's difficult for Indians to get uh, to get uh, bridal wear. That's what I do. I design uh, bridal clothes for Indian brides. 
Beautiful. And do you have children? I have a son. He's a fashion designer in LA. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a fashion photographer in LA. He's uh, 31 years old. And his name? Tuhan. Tuhan Bedi. Yeah, because you guys are all allowed to say to your to your children, I love you. You can say their names and say you love them. And I, I think it's interesting that there's so many shows where you just kind of count your children and you just don't even say their name or you don't. So you guys all get the opportunity. I mean, if it wasn't for my mom and how great she was, I wouldn't be not only the person I am, but the optimist that I am or the dreamer that I am or the publisher. I mean, all, all the things I do, it's because my mom instilled in me that anything's possible. And, and, and so I am part of the International Women's Day celebration because I, I actually live my life as a tribute to my mom. And that is that is a fact. Uh, I bring my son up to understand that you, the parents believing in you causes you to have the freedom to be anything you want. It changes everything. So anytime you want to give a shout out or kisses to your kids, you're welcome to do that. Well, I think I'm a better person because I have my children. You know, every action I do, I have a thought in my background. How would my children look at me? I want them always to look at me with pride because I am representing what a human should be. That's that is phenomenal. Yes, I. uh, I, okay, so I want to go around and, and do uh, country counts. We got uh, Jordana said that she'd been to 70. I want my son to travel and see the world. And one of my favorite quotes is uh, by St. Augustine, the world is a book and those that don't, those that don't travel only see one page. So um, I, my son doing 12 books caused me to want to write more. So I am on this crazy pathway to getting to 60 books for my 60th birthday in August, and I'm only at like 49 right now. So don't ask me how it's going to happen. God has his mysterious way (laughs) of doing this. But my son and I started a book, and I want you to talk about whatever you'd like to about your kids and your motherhood. But we started a book where we just take these questions and we, uh, we, we read the question and we answer it. And we re- we're writing a book called Ken Versations because my name's Ken, his is Kenny. And so we're, we're do- doing that book. It'll be his 13th book. And I think it's going to be my 50th. So that'll address one more that I'm closer to. So um, Jordana said 70 countries. Uh, how many have you been to, Lori? Do you do you like to travel? I do. I uh, 12. Awesome. And uh, Rohini? Uh, probably 10. Ten, okay. Do you have a Do you have a favorite country, Rohini, that you've been to that you would like to tell the audience? I mean, India. I will tell you, India. I've been to four times. I love India. The people. Um, are I, the foods I, I do like going to the east, Singapore. You Singapore. know, it was one of my favorite countries. <laughs> as long as you're not a gum chewer, it's a really nice country to. <laughs> <laughs> and Lori, where where would you either like to go, or where is one of your favorite countries? Definitely Italy. Italy? Yeah, that's Yeah, it's, it's just been fun. It's one of those countries that you could stay a month and just go city to city and you still would not see enough. Exactly. That's what we did. We were there for three weeks. What was your favorite city? Uh, I would say in Tuscany would be Lucca. Okay. Beautiful. I, I, I was blown away by every one of them, but I, I love Florence because I got to see the Statue of David. Yes. 
Uh, Jordana, what was your favorite? Uh, since you've been to 70, we'll, we'll let you have a bonus. You can name two or three. You know, every every country and every culture was amazing. I loved India <laughs> when yeah. I was there, and I loved the food, obviously, and I loved the happiness that people uh, protrude. You know, it doesn't matter what circumstances they lived in, they, they looked so colorful and happy. But where my soul belongs, it's it's Greece. I don't know why, but um, I speak five languages, and Greek is one of them. And uh, that, that's something like um, I have been to Greece 10 times. I don't care for Greek cities, but it's the islands. It's, it's almost it has a healing power for me. And what are the other languages you speak? Um, Sebo Croatian is my mother language. I graduated in Germany, so I speak German, English, obviously, uh, Russian and Greek. Okay. Uh, and I'm guessing, uh, Rohini, you might speak at least Hindi. Is that correct? I definitely speak Hindi. Thank you. And Lori, did you dabble in any languages? No, I don't. Well, I, I took 13 and I am very competent in not speaking all of them except English. Do you know the problem? I, I, I would like to say I'm a linguist because I've taken so many languages, but I just took them so I could travel and be a little more cordial and respectful. But the, the, the education system in the United States for teaching languages is not the same as the military or other countries because the, the immersion and integration of actually communicating is absent for at least the first year. And so you, you're dabbling in pronunciation with no idea what's being said. So it's, it's unfortunate. I, if I, if I could, be uh, the the I guess the Secretary of Education for the United States. I would say this is how we're going to teach language, so we can connect more with the world. So let's let's move into that conversation. So, Jordana, you have a role at the uh, International Women's Conference. What is what are you bringing to that? What are you sharing? Um, I'm going to be presenting one of my collections. You know uh, of of what it is pretty much that I do, and uh, so that's kind of like going to be my role to show the women how beautiful they are and show my craft. <laughs> okay, awesome. Lori, how about you? I'm just going to, I'm an advocate, as I said, for veterans, but I am going to be showing how volunteering and giving of yourself, you get so much more back than you can ever give. And we're just going to share some stories on that. Uh, Sharon brings lots of, uh, lots of veterans to the event. Um, the one I think I met you at, there was a a really large contingent of uh, women veterans. Yeah, those are the ones I brought. Oh, they were <laughs> the ones you brought? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they came from Camp Pendleton. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> and Rohini, how about you? Uh, well, I'm going to be showcasing my collection too. Like you mentioned, um, you know, your mom, I think I was very influenced by my mother growing up. Uh, she was a fashionista, didn't uh, ever work in anything, but uh, she just loved clothes. So I literally grew up loving colors and fabrics and uh, cutting up stuff and trying to make, you know, different things. And that's how I probably, you know, got my passion from, from her. So, yes, I will be showing my collection. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really proud to be part of the Women's International Day event. Very good. And I, I have something I guess I'll share very briefly. Uh, so we have uh, a Keep Smiling book. And uh, when we, we we're going to honor all of you with a, a Keep Smiling card and in your language. 
and your language as well. So I'm going to show the languages and we we have a birthday book that Dr. Michelle Mraz is the uh, the host of it and we have all a lot of the women from the last event in there. So I'll sh I'm going to just quickly show you my love of languages. So this is uh the keep smiling acceptance happens mm -hmm. and this is just to show Jordana especially that I have a love for languages too. There's Armenian there's Australia. Oh, how cool. That's <laughs> wonderful. So, Jordana, oh, I love this. I will make sure you get a copy of this book since you are a linguist. How about that? Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And there's German. <laughs> yeah. And here's here's your Greek. Greek. <laughs> and there's Hebrew. And there's your uh, Armenian, Hebrew. Yeah. And it, it, Rohini, we have that right? Yes, <laughs> and, finally. and then we have in, in Hindi script, which I, that's the other thing. When I took all the languages, I, they spent so much time teaching you how to write the script for Greek and all oh, what the letters meant and all that stuff. And you, you leave the semester and you're like, I think I can say thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I love Greek. It was, it was so fun, but there's no one to practice Greek with. So I guess I'll brush up a little bit so I can at least be cordial with you. Okay, Jordana. Okay. So uh, tell us uh, something else about the, have you been to the conference before, Jordana? The women's no, this is the first time that I'm invited to. And it's, it's actually, it's like the, I, it's so funny, like in my private life, the, the clothing that I wear is very like casual, comfortable and stuff. But then when I'm designing, I'm almost like always designing some dream world that I, that I maybe want to belong to, or I don't know. So whenever I'm presenting a fashion show, it's that dream world that I'm presenting, you know. So Are you, do you do the uh, do, do you do the New York fashion? I have honestly, I have done so many times. I have done shown also internationally in New York mm -hmm. fashion, but because now I do couture, and most of the couture is being done like I dress celebrities here and stuff. It's it's like I it, I had no reason to do I I was on a show called Project Runway, and uh, like I was on season six and then I was on uh, season one of the All Stars. So a lot of people kind of like know who I am, like if they watch that show and stuff. So I used to like do the fashion shows, and then it's like, what do you get out of it really? Like just to have some pretty pictures. I can have a photographer take pretty pictures. So I kind of, it's a lot of work. It's it a is. lot of work. So I'm just now like mostly mm -hmm. doing some, a fashion show if it benefits something or somebody, not just uh, for me, honestly. Well, you've, as they say, you've outgrown the need to be attending them because you're busy. I mean, that's, that's the nature of a successful yeah. Entrepreneurs that at first you need to do everything to even show people you're serious or that you exist, and then you have to keep yeah. doing that. They they say, okay, this is not luck. They actually are pretty committed to this, and then you finally get some clients. <laughs> so, I guess. All right, Lori, what is uh, what is something you'd like to share that well, the audience could help support veterans more and help support what you're doing? Well. Basically, it's just to honor those. I mean, I there are past and our present heroes, and they truly need to be honored, whether it be the frightful way that they came back from Vietnam or just today's Afghanistan uh, coming back. It's, it's just been tough. Uh, ways that people can help is simply 
if they're in the Southern California or let me say Oceanside area, give a few hours and come volunteer. Vance is a 501c3, but they receive no state or federal funding. So every every hour that a volunteer can give, it's 100% volunteer based. I'm the only paid employee and receiving a stipend on that. But either by giving some hours or even a few dollars towards the fund, just helping out. And most importantly, when you see a veteran, just thank them. You can, even, you can even hug them. Oh, that would be, they would love that. Of course, in today's society, ask them, it's okay. It's what I do. Is it okay if I hug you? And then they're just, they're the first one to put their arms out for you. Well, for me, it, it gets a little embarrassing because after the third minute, they're kind of like, can you please stop hugging me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I ha- Lori, I have a gift for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. You get to keep smiling. And it, oh. it's honoring our veterans. So I'll make sure not only you are this gentleman here is the one who's the host of this, but these are all these amazing veterans that I was able to That's meet wonderful. over the course of time. Oh, so God bless. That's wonderful. I'll make sure you get a copy of that. Thank so, you. And then uh, Rohini, I'll have to think of which book I'm going to give you so that we all get something. <laughs> <laughs> so Rohini, uh, share how uh, you are going to be helping deliver a message that brings women more confidence and bring makes the world better? Um, you know, being a cancer survivor, it came as a little bit of a jolt that life comes with an expiration date. So why not live for the moment and try and do whatever you can best give back uh, now? Because, you know, why wait for tomorrow? So I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of other things aside from what I love doing, my passion. Um, I'm the president of the um, Artesia Chamber of Commerce. I'm also on the board of Sahara, which is a nonprofit um, um, abused women, um, you know, organization. Where I think it's really important to, if you, if you can give time. To any of these, like she said, it's it's really important because um, it makes, especially women. I mean, you need you know you need women to be to be strong and self sufficient, and I think that's why I love I, I want to be part of this um, Women's Day International Day's um, celebration to celebrate women. Indeed, uh, Sharon Doyle is quite extraordinary that she has a vision that is so grand and brings so many amazing leaders together. And I call her a power of one thinker and visionary because without this vision, just the show alone could not happen. And what a commitment she made. She said, uh, Ken, uh, I would like as many of the women speakers and sponsors to be on your show for the month uh, preceding the event on March 8th. And I said, that would be my honor. I would love to, because she picks amazing women. She picks people that are true leaders that uh, are giving, philanthropic, creative. And, you know, I I can appreciate you guys as designers because uh, I feel totally different when I have my designer shirts on. And uh, the day I met uh, Michael, he had four or five compliments. People come up and go, I love your shirt. It's amazing. And the compliments, of course, Go to you feeling more alive. So uh, we're going to just quickly say our sponsors are Perfect Publishing. Um, we're going to make the sponsors all the presidents who've helped make this country great. Another sponsor, of course, is Sharon Doyle. 
the keep smiling movement and the umbrella syndicate. So we're going to be back in about a minute or two to continue the conversation. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back. We are continuing with a wonderful conversation with Rohini, Lori, and Jordana. And we're going to put links to their social media and to their website so you can learn more about them. And, of course, you are invited to go on March 8th to Hollywood to meet them in person. And you need to ask permission first, but you can give them a hug if they say yes. And then just don't do what I do. Keep the hug a little more brief, okay? <laughs> so we have a, a new card. Look at that. That's my new card for Perfect Publishing. Nice. So we are, we're trying to make a, a statement of attracting powerful leaders like you guys. So I'm very, I'm very happy to have you on the show. And I want to take a, a little deeper dive into what your purpose is and uh, how, you, how you have impact. So you want to start, Jordana, with what you have created as your purpose and how you create impact with it? Well, I love to support young ladies. Like when I used to have boutiques and they would come to me, it's like I like to be almost like a like a counselor or guide. And and, and the reason I guess they, they also reach out to me because in their mind they think I'm cool because I'm fashionable or something. But I really but, believe but you are in cool. Kind of... <laughs> you are cool, <laughs> Thank you. So it, it's like... Uh, 
I think uh, like I have mentored a lot of young girls because I really believe in education. It doesn't matter like it's like following something with your heart. Like, for example, I love fashion. And if you do something like that, that really brings joy into your life, somehow the doors will be opened. I came to this country not speaking English. And now I live in a multi-million dollar home in Los Angeles, you know, and I did not marry a rich man, let's put it this way. And, and I'm just like, everything is possible, but you really have to lead with your passion. Don't worry about the money part. It will come. Just lead with your passion. What, uh, who inspired you in, into design and fashion? I just love, I don't know, like I needed my first sweater when I was seven years old. I, I was just like, I always wanted to create something with my hands. And I remember like uh, when I was on the show and uh, our mentor, Tim Gunn, asked uh, me where I learned how to knit. And I said to him, in my village, it's a lifestyle. You give me a sheep, I make you a sweater. <laughs> and it really was like that, you know, like, I mean, I used onion peel to dye my fabrics because we didn't. It, that's the that's the beauty of growing up with nothing. You really end up using like your brain totally outside of the box and creating something out of nothing. Right now, nothing scares me. I can figure out anything because I had that training. Yeah, it's invaluable. It's a uh, problem solving and not wasting and utilizing things, and uh, it's it's such a responsible way to live on this planet. So absolutely. Uh, last question for you with regard to uh, the fashion. Do you who who's a fashion person that you just would love to meet or that? Well, actually, who I admire, unfortunately, is uh, is not living with us anymore. It's Karl Lagerfeld, and the reason why this person lived and did something that he absolutely loved to the last day of his life. And can you imagine what that blessing is? is to it? be doing something you love till the last day of, of, of your life. He was a head of Chanel, head of Chloe, and had his own line until last day, and it still continued. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it was Unbelievable. very, it's very, but like you said earlier, you, you can have anything you want in your life if you really want to create it and you're willing to yeah. just a few sacrifices, like enjoying your life with it. So Lori, yeah. Um, what, what advice uh, would you like to share on the show? Well, for me, I'm just going to say what motivates me is the well, two words that I don't understand together. And that's homeless veterans. And for me, um, my world, especially right now, is to try to alleviate that, whether it's one by one, which is what we're doing, or to be able to come up with a real true way. I mean, I always say, like, if, you know, I had some kind of superpower, it would be just that, to take care of our past and present heroes and take away homeless veterans. There is no such thing as a not a home or a roof over a veteran's ahead after everything they'd given or were willing to give to us. I mean, they had no idea when they signed that piece of paper what they were going to be enduring, if they were going to get into war or just be stateside the whole time. They didn't know, but yet they were still willing to give it to us, people they don't even know, but just to keep the freedom that we have. So that's just really important to me is to try and work to end homeless veterans. Yes. Um, within a Gosh, it was maybe eight months or so after my mom passed of Alzheimer's. I 
I picked up some cameras and I started doing work mainly for women empowerment conferences. And my name got out there and I got picked up by Final Salute, which is a, a veteran organization that helps women that are homeless, specifically women living in their cars with their children, with their children in their cars. Yeah. And I was uh, I was honored to be chosen to cover that that story photography wise at the White House. That was my first time in the White House. And wow. I, I ended up going to the White House like three other times for um, domestic violence. Um, there was a march on uh, DC. And again, I was one of the very few males that was was there. So I've, I've always uh, had a, a real gulp that I get to see that it really is not just a problem. It's 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 a it's it's a very large problem, and, and it doesn't make sense, as you said. So, what are what are ways that we can, uh, as a, as a population, as a Americans, that we could get behind that problem being resolved? Oh, it truly is legislature. I mean, it just is. Um, we need to be able to house them. They want to call affordable housing. Well, as your other guests will tell you, living in California, affordable housing it doesn't exist. And so um, we just need to be able to allow, and in San Diego County, we have a House the Heroes uh, group that we team up with Advance, and they actually build homes, uh, multi multiple bedroom homes that they put veterans in, and they have like five and six bedroom homes. They're small, but they still have a roof over their head. Um, if we're able to put them in, it's, I mean, it's not a little house situation. It's it's a home, but it's just it's just needed. We just need to be able to help with that and you know people just say oh homeless people they they just choose to do that no i mean how many people are one paycheck away from being homeless i mean no it's not something and what people aren't thinking about is they can't unsee what they saw right. um our our biggest population right now of the homeless in san diego is san diego area is the afghanistan it it, it didn't go well when it ended it it wasn't the right way to take care of our heroes. It wasn't the proud moment that it should have been and could have been. And from that, they've come home. They aren't the same. They've lose their, well, they lose their, their family. Their family pushes them away because they aren't the same. They can't unsee what they saw, especially mm -hmm. the ones who've lost limbs and, and whatnot. They just feel for what? So we just need to understand and be just more, well, patient and understanding and why these homeless veterans are homeless. Take a moment and ask a few questions. Just talk to them. It right. would be so enlightening to you to say is, wow, that could have happened to anybody. Well, what I, uh, I'm going to invite you to do, Lori, is we'll have a conversation um, between now and the uh, event. I'd like to give you the gift of helping with this this being more exposed, this more being, being more publicized, because I don't think enough people know about it is one of the issues. <laughs> and my son did a book about how great our country is. And uh, I just showed you a veteran book that's called Keep Smiling. Yeah. In the back, on the last two pages of uh, the Keep Smiling book, I'd like to give one of them to your organization that actually helps with it. And then I'd like to do another page, which is the facts, the statistics of how, how, uh, how big of a problem this is. I'm going to show you my son's book because it, it comes into the the point of how beautiful our country is, but it doesn't address things like this that are, that are, if we don't solve them, it doesn't make our country great. So I wanna just show this real quickly. So this is Kenny's uh, book about America. And he starts off by saying in the first page, uh, and since it is President's Day, I feel a little bit obliged to honor mm -hmm. Kenny's book here, but it says, my name is Kenny. I was born on June 4th, Flag Day. 
I want to share some cool trivia about our wonderful country. Some people don't realize how great our country is. And I hope this book inspires them to have more pride. And I'm going to skip ahead at a very quick pace. Um, and all of you can have these books. I would love to give you a couple copies of this to give to uh, some of the veterans. And we can give them, uh, obviously, electronically in boatloads. But this is a place called Mission Barbecue that gives to the veterans and first responders. Mm -hmm. And this right here, it says... This is, addresses what you just said, Lori. My absolute favorite thing about America is that we honor and remember our heroes. They fight to keep us safe and are willing to die for our freedom. This book does not exist without the heroes who serve as first responders and in our military. So I would like, and there's our presidents, some of them. <laughs> so I would like to donate a page in the back here to you, Lori, so oh. that we, we can have that patriotic theme address the stats, and then also the organization to support. How about that? Oh, plus, thank you. That would be wonderful. My pleasure. My pleasure. Rohini, with all the things that have just been said, what would you like to give as gold nuggets and, and how you stay inspired and what are your purposes? Uh, well, I know one of your questions. Well, I would love, love to have some magic wand to end war, first of all. To end homeless homelessness, I mean California. It's it's really really sad to see everybody, all these you know people who don't have um, who don't have a roof over their head. And of course, I mean I would love for humans to just be kind, to just be human, which um, I think is the most important thing for anybody. Well, the, uh, you know, you said earlier that the Indian culture is um, maybe thought of as uneducated and very poor. And I, I, being there, I will say that it's not that way. There's certainly those with and those without, but it's a very, uh, it's a very hospitable country. Everyone is so helpful. And I, I, I have had the best experiences in that country. I love that country. And yeah, you know, whether you have it or you don't, you have less. It's always enough to give, to share. Um, guests are treated like God. Mm -hmm. So yes, they it's are. a very happy country. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it, of course, produced one of my favorite heroes, Gandhi. And um, <laughs> even though the quote is not correctly stated, I, I even misstated with be the change you want to see in the world, is such a way for us to embrace what Sharon's providing for all of us as leaders is that we have a voice and that we have a community and that community can support a leader making a difference. My, uh, one of my very favorite quotes of all time, and we're gonna go into quotes next. So Jordana, you're gonna be up next for the, your favorite quote, are you ready? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give mine since it's related to uh, Rohini's uh, country and culture. So Gandhi says, um, Happiness is when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony. Jordana, would you like to share a quote you like? Well, I don't know if I know exactly a quote, but I would like, like to say something like, if I had any kind of like a superpower, I would love to raise the human consciousness because I think that's where the problem lies, you know, because I think like, let's say they, they tell us that we are using, you know, let's say 10 or 15% of our brain power. 
let's say we, we, we are able to use like 30% of our brain power and our human consciousness would be raised to such a level that there is no need to, to somebody be hungry. This planet has provided so much for everybody and that we just need to uh, eliminate the greed and also try to share. But only when the human consciousness has risen to a certain level, we are able to do that. It is unfortunate that you can meet people that are in extreme abundance and they're so unaware how much more they could be powerful and, and connected to a better world just by tithing. I, I think it was really amazing when uh, Bill Gates dared people to give 50% of their, their wealth back to the world to make a difference. I just think that's a great mindset when you're in excessive abundance. Yeah. Yeah. Look, but everybody can do to their own, you know, like abilities. Like I, I'm, I'm supporting like a few, few families in Bosnia, and uh, it's, it's like, um, it's not maybe I don't have that much, you know, but I, I have enough to make some kind of difference to, maybe people that <laughs> could use it. Well, Jordana, I'm, I, I guess I was saying too much in the using abundance, maybe it was being misunderstood as money, but I was talking about excessive abundance, meaning you have more than you need of everything, time, uh, clothes, money. Yeah. So oh, can, absolutely. So you can give your time and it's more valuable a lot of, a lot of the time that someone has volunteers than for absolutely. 10 or $20. Yeah. So it's a time and a treasure and then, of course, talent. So I, I donate my time when I first started doing this, I believe it or not, I donated my time almost uh, to 300 events a year. That was, that was insane. And uh, I will say that, but it put me on the map. I mean, it was, it was funny, but the, the impact you speak of Jordana is rewarded many times over when you are, when you're making a difference. Oh yeah. I mean, if you are doing something out of your heart, you don't think about how you are going to be paid back. I, I swear to you, like everything that I have in my life, it was through maybe doing good, good deeds to people. I didn't even think of anything, but somehow the u universe has rewarded me in so many ways, even more than I could even imagine. Well, we're going to go to kind of a modified uh, rapid fire. So we're going to Maybe do a short answer, but maybe with a very small explanation because we're back. We're basically down to eight minutes. Okay, so Lori, if you if you'd like to share a quote that you live by, that would well, be being being a young girl in a man's world, it was just Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. That's right. That's right. And and don't let people in your brain that is not renting the space. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rohini. I think uh, for me, living in the present is really important. So there are a couple of them. One is um, uh, the past is history. The, the future is a mystery and life, you know, the present is a gift. So live for the present. And of course, there's another one, which I think I really live by is life isn't about um, waiting for the storm to pass, but by learning to dance in the rain. That's beautiful. So we are going to go to the last modified rapid fire. And after that, they're going to go really quick. It'll be quick question, quick answer. Fair enough. So this is a modified one because I want you to think about the craziness of, of this stack of cards. I'm going to give you the question my son asked me yesterday. And I asked him the same question back and it was such a brilliant answer. He's only 10 years old and he gave this answer. So the question was, if you could trade places with anyone in the world for 30 days, who would it be and what would you do? 
and I'm going to give you his answer. So I'm going to give you his answer so you can get creative. Okay. He, with this, like this fast, he said, it would be Elon Musk. I would be Elon Musk for 30 days and I would take his billions of dollars and I would solve all the problems we have in the world. I would solve hunger problems. I would send money to, uh, I would write checks to myself that I could cash when I became myself again after 30 days. And then he said he would, he would uh, want to, um, know who the famous people are in his phone. So he could call them up and say, Hey, this is Elon Musk. There's a boy named Kenny. I want you to meet in about 31 days. And so he would have all these famous people calling him when he wasn't Elon Musk anymore. So that is quite an answer, right? Yeah. So, Jordana, would you like to go first and say who you'd, who you'd like to trade for 30 days? Maybe Rothschild and then give all the money away to people to uh, to the young people because I do believe in such in our young children. You know, I think they really will change the world. And if I could have all the money in the world and give it to them to to make the difference, that's what I would do. Awesome, Lori. It's gonna sound corny, but she inspires me so much. It's Sharon Doyle. She she gives so much. You know, you describe the things that she does for people who she finds put put in this place. That's her. That's awesome. Beautiful. Sharon, you might not be yourself for 30 days. Lori's going to trade with you. (laughs) Rohini? You know, I I frankly can't think of anybody I would like to be but myself. But, of course, a lot of people inspire me. And I wish I could, you know, I could could do what, something with whatever power they have. Something better or good or, but I can't think of any one person, right? Well, that's okay. I heard someone say uh, in a mastermind, they said, it was who, who inspires you? And then someone said, my future self. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. cool. All right. So now we're going to go to real rapid fire. Real rapid fire goes something like this. I ask you a question. You give me the answer. We move to the next person. Just like that. That quick. All right. No explanations. Are you ready, Jordana? A book, a a book that changed your life. Uh, Journey of Souls by Michael Newton. Lori. The Bible. And Rohini? Uh, the works of Thich Nhat Hanh, Vietnamese monk. Okay. A movie that inspires you, Jordana? Uh, Ben-Hur. That's a, that's a long one. <laughs> I don't know. Some, something touched me because I, I grew up in a communist country and the spirituality of it, I don't know what it was, but I was very touched. <laughs> Did you see Oppenheimer? No. It's three hours long. It's 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 pretty uh pretty wild. It's a it's a heck of a story. Laurie? It's a wonderful life. It is a wonderful life. That is a great I could you can watch that one every year, right? Mm-hmm. Rohini? Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Yes, those are both great ones. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, who's someone you'd like to meet, Jordana, that you haven't met? Gus, you know, like, I wish I could have met Mother Teresa, but uh, unfortunately she's passed. But yeah, she is my, I mean, she's a saint in my eyes. That she was. was. And I guess uh, we'll see what we can do about making that wish happen, okay? Okay. Once, once I'm passed, probably. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's Neither in heaven. (laughs) That's right. Lori? That was mine, Mother Teresa. You're allowed really? to. Yeah. Yes. It, it's going to be oh easier if she, if she sees both of you at the same time. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Indira Gandhi. She was our, yes, 
Thus, then only woman prime minister. And I did this last week, and it was uh, actually pretty cool. Um, Jordana, uh, pick one of the ladies and ask a question. Oh, Lori, how can I help in your organization? As I said, just be present. Just, just think the organization itself is, it's a nonprofit. So just go into our website and see what okay. interests you. I'm really looking forward to meet both of you ladies, but, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting you. And Lori, would you like to ask a question? I, I guess I just admire both these women. I just feel um, I'm not worthy, let me just say, and that's hard for me to say those words, but that I just don't feel worthy in around listening to these two. They've done so much in life. I just want them to know I admire them. Okay, well, we Aww. admire you too. So take that. Absolutely. And thank you for all you're doing for veterans. That is that is quite an undertaking. And yeah. and and to bring it up as a as a first priority in your life to you're you're making a stand. So that's very important. Okay. Rohini, do you have a question you'd like to ask? Again, I I'm so proud to be with both of these wonderful women. And um we are actually as a chamber of commerce, we do have some connection with the uh, with the veterans. And I'd, I'd love to talk talk more when I meet with you. Okay. Perfect. So, Jordana, would you please share how people can connect with you and follow you? Uh, just my name on Instagram. It's the best way. Jordana Gelhausen. That's it. Okay. We'll put links uh, on, the, on the show. All right. Okay. And Lori? Just go to vanc.me. Vanc.me, right. right. And what does that stand for again? Veterans Association North County dot me. Great. And Rohini, how do people follow you, support you, connect with you? My store is called Fashion by Rohini. So it's fashion, not fashion, like somebody, some people say. Um, on Instagram, website. There is a woman that you'll be meeting at the event. Her name is Dr. Michelle Moraz. She was at the last event. She's quite a singer. She has a new album out, but she has a beautiful book called Hold My Crown. And I believe the three of you should be either recipients or invited to um, be a future crown holders in the in the next edition because you guys are real you guys are real leaders at Queens. And I'm very proud and happy that we had a chance to have a conversation and enlighten people that you are not, not only here to serve, but that you'll be at the event on March 8th in Hollywood at the Women's International Conference. And people can come up to you and they can say, hey, can I hug you? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this uh, show has been brought to you by Sharon Doyle and the Women's International Conference being held on March 8th in Hollywood and also by the Keep Smiling Movement, the Perfect uh, perfect Publishing. And Kenny, who is my side host today, and uh, he's he's here and I didn't want to. He does sometimes come on the show and, and ask some interview questions, but I just want to say uh, he's over there hearing the whole show. And so he knows how important it is to celebrate women and to uh, really embrace the fact that everyone needs to be powerful in this world. And women bring power, nurture, and care about this world really being peace. So thank you for the stand you make for this world being better. This is Ken Roshan on Amplified. Big thank you to Jeff Spinard who looks down on us and provides this platform so we can all have a voice in America. See you next week.
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.